All right, let's hear that again. Do that again. Wow. That was awesome. Hey, everybody. Oh, it's Scott, and uh, I just finished my run for this Friday morning. Now I'm walking the dog. It's kind of a warm down. Hey, Lee, how you doing? Good. My neighbor, Lee. She's awesome. She's uh, one of the few, I should say one of the two, eh, three, black people in my whole area that I know. I mean, obviously there's more. But Utah's so white bread that we often don't get a lot of uh, diversity, racially speaking. I'm not really racist or anything. At least I'm not. But um, so I don't think there's no particular reason other than I don't know. I mean, there's parts of Utah that are very ethnic, especially Latin American and uh, immigration from Mexico and other parts of of the world. But um, in terms of traditional black-white kind of stuff, it's kind of rare. So uh, I often sometimes wonder, I don't know why I'm talking about this now. This wasn't my intent. I just happened to see her. But I've never considered myself racist at all. But there's some people who say, if you've even asked the question, then you are. Which is, I don't know if you can boil it all down to that. But um, all I know for sure is that She's one of the nicest, sweetest people I know. So perhaps, if anything, I have a little reverse racism. I have a, um, I have energy and propulsion toward um, really raising up the people in my life that are that are a different race than me, to the point that I almost favor them. <laughs> um, I mean, I really, really sort of cherish that relationship I have with her and with a kid in uh, my neighborhood named Manny, uh, who is also African-American. And uh, I just love these guys. And I I feel like sometimes I give them more attention or care about them more because (laughs) they are of a minority race, at least where I live. And maybe somewhere inside of me subconsciously, I've always... uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just like the difference. I like that there's some difference. I also, you know, I know it's not easy for someone to be different, whatever your differences are. If you grow up a fat kid or a different looking kid or a kid who's smarter than the rest of the class or a kid who's dumber than the rest of the class, or if you grow up with a different color. I mean, I had three Korean siblings my whole life, my two sisters and my brother, Matt. And, uh, that always, you know, created issues for them. But I just loved it. I loved having the different, I loved being different. I loved that we had a family that was not your typical cracker family. <laughs> and, and I also think it made me, well, I mean, again, I never felt a single bit of prejudice or aversion or anything to anyone of any other race. Like I said, if anything, my problem is I'm, I'm too excited about it. Like I've always told my wife, she laughs, and I don't mean this offensively at all. I really don't. Hey, get out of that. It's somebody's freaking burger wrapper, dude. Gross. <clears throat> He'll sniff anything. 
I guess there's worse things to sniff. But anyway, like that huge loaf of a dog poo right there. Don't go near that. Come here. Okay. Uh, I think I'll avoid the mower guy. Come here. Come this way. Uh, it, it, like I used to, sorry, back to the story. I used to tell my wife that uh, one of my great desires in my life, this sounds so ridiculous, I realize it, but I really mean it. I wish I had a dwarf black homosexual friend. <laughs> like three of the most uh, diverse groups possible all in one person so that I could be that guy's friend and hang out. I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what that says about me. But I, I mean it in the most sincere way. I don't, I don't mean it jokingly. I don't think it's freaky. I don't think any of that. I just think it would be, I don't know. I would, I would embrace a friendship like that because I feel like I would be, I feel like it would be the truest, for some reason it feels like the truest form of friendship if you can have a, a relationship with somebody like that because none of the things that society often lets get in the way, I, I would be proud to not have those things get in the way. Like that would be, that would be awesome. So yeah, just hearing myself say it sounds weird. I understand that it sounds kind of weird, but you know, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> I think it'd be awesome go to movies and stuff. We'd totally do a podcast. I don't know what it would be, <clears throat> but, uh, Anyway, I love diversity. You know, I don't like sameness. And sometimes, you know, you get caught up in being the same as everyone else. So to have differences like that is good to me. Anyway, that's not why I was going to do this, this episode. But maybe I've already done my episode, so why am I talking now? Jeez, that weed whacker is really loud. Come on, Daisy. Let's keep going around. Um... Whew. Huffing and puffing here. I did 2.5 miles today, and I uh, haven't done it for about four days. And it's funny when you take that kind of time off, you're just sort of out of it. I'm a little stiff from just sitting a lot. Um, I wanted it's just kind of a post nerdtacular 2010 report at how awesome everything went. Um. It was just great. I absolutely loved my time with everyone. And, you know, all my nervousness and assure, you know, assurity that something was going to go bad or something wouldn't work out or whatever. All my stupid fears. They're all for nothing again, as usual. And uh, it just went without a hitch. I mean, it was perfect. We had some really great people come that came for the first time this year. And I confirmed some, you know, sort of friendships I knew were strong on the internet, but you never know until you meet them. And, and they were all just, I mean, all I could think about was, oh my gosh, I could hang out with you guys every day. We could do this every weekend. We could all go bowling this Friday. <laughs> uh, we had sold out, so 335 people. The after party was way bigger than I thought. I thought we'd have like 80 people stay. And we ended up with two-thirds stay for the prizes and the Q&A and everything. And I know a few of you are listening to this that came, so thank you all again for coming. 
It was a blast. The movie was fun. It was perfect for this kind of event. I really liked it. Uh, and it just matches Nerdtacular to the bone. Tons of great prizes. The sponsors were great. The food was great. My wife was awesome with everything she did. The barbecue at my house was just great. We had 75 people there after a total head count. And uh, I thought that would be too chaotic, but it was just so nice and just great. And there was plenty of food and just time to meet everyone and hang out. And it's awesome. Anyway, so all that being said, I'm going to take part and not worry about next year so much. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna freak out. Although if I if the numbers hold true, we're gonna probably have to get a bigger place for the after thing, because my house ain't cutting it for more than 75 people. Uh, come on, dumb dog. Uh, so anyway, mission accomplished, and to no small extent due to the community. In fact, it is all about the community. The community community they truly are the best and if you haven't seen the video or the photos check them out on the blog at myextralife.com i'll be putting a big post on nerdtacular.com soon come on dog wrong way oh my gosh that is not that's a rock uh whew. um and then one last little thing and take this for what you will or want i I came away with a strong desire after Nerdtacular that I didn't think I was going to have. I am just a little tempted to bring Extra Life Radio back. Now, before you, before you freak out, probably be a little bit different going forward. But I realized, I don't know. I don't know what I realized. There's there's something about that that is directly tied to these people, even though you know many of them are instance folk and many more, you know, app slappy and film sack people. That maybe it's just the core of my of me and what I used to love about the early days of ELR are kind of scratching at me a little bit. Anyway, I know it hasn't been. I mean, I only put the thing down just before the new year. But I'm thinking about, don't, I mean, again, no dates, no firm anything, but I'm just considering the idea of bringing it back. And if I do, I think I'll treat it a little bit different this time. Um, rather than have, you know, three of us who are core people every week, uh, I think I'll mix it up some. I think I'll occasionally have O on and occasionally have Brian on and occasionally bring Randy in and occasionally bring other guests like Lynn Peralta and Tom Merritt and... Kristen Brent and just a load of people, you know, and have two or three of us kind of different every time. And I'll be the regular. Now, some of you may say, ah, that's no good. The whole, the dynamic is what made the show work. That's possible. Um, but we had some of our, some of our best shows were mixed dynamics with different people. Oh, would be sick or Brian would be out of town or I'd be there alone and had to get two new guys and, you know, we'd get all kinds of feedback. That was one of your best shows, blah, blah. So I'm not, I'm not going to get all wound up in the nostalgia that it can't be good if it's not us three. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Come on, Daisy. Come on. Come on, dummy. Uh, so I'd rather, you know, so if this happens, <coughs> 
And I don't know yet. Like I said, I don't know yet. But if it does, um, just a little bit of change here and there to kind of mix things up. Um, and that it would be designed primarily to not get in this, uh, this not rut, but this position again where we go five years and, you know, I don't want to burn ourselves out. But there's something at the core of ELR that I would like to see live on. And I can do that without burning people out if I just sort of mix it up and make it kind of a show where I can have just whoever I want to have on that week. And my show, damn it. <laughs> but for sure, Owen and Brian would make frequent appearances, no question. In fact, if we do this, or I should say if I do this, the very first show will be the three of us, I guarantee it. Uh, kind of a reunion thing. I don't know. Just something I've been thinking about. Time will tell. Don't bug me about it, because bugging me will just make me not want to commit. But it is on my mind. All right. Well, that's about it for this edition of the diary. My neighbors all think I'm weird, talking into my phone as I walk. Maybe they think I'm calling someone. I don't know. Oh, hello, Alpine School District bus. Daisy, you can't chase the bus. You're afraid of a plate, but you're chasing a giant yellow bus. That makes so much sense. Ugh. Seriously. I wonder if there's a, a home for mentally challenged dogs. <sighs> okay, anyway, I think that's going to do it. Thank you guys for listening. Still enjoying doing the diary. I will continue to do it as time goes on. I hope you'll continue to listen. Feedback can be sent to myextralife at gmail.com. And until next time, don't eat the yellow snow. Look at that here. Oh, Ding Kong. Where's Ding Kong, Matt? Ding Kong! Woo! Woo! <laughs> All right, then as a tradition for uh, when this happens on Mother's Day. Okay, there's a tag on it. Oh. I was giving my mom some.